Hello, hello. Welcome to my podcast, The Imperfect Therapist. That's me. My name is Stephanie Mayberry. I'm a licensed professional counselor and your host. Each week, I'll dive into a topic related to anxiety, perfectionism, and self-love sprinkled in with some of my own life experiences. My goal of my podcast is to educate you, encourage you, and inspire you to take charge of managing your anxiety and learn to love your imperfect self. This week, I am talking about decision-making with anxiety and three important steps to take when it comes to decision-making to help lower your anxiety. Let's go. Hi everybody, welcome back or welcome if you are new here. Again, just want to show my appreciation for everyone that has been tuning in. Um, This week I'm talking about decision making with anxiety. So let's dive right in. Why is it so hard to make decisions with anxiety or perfectionism? Um, I see this so often in myself, in my practice, with my anxious clients, um, they report having so much anxiety around decision making. And this is true because when we're perfectionists or dealing with anxiety, there's that fear, the fear factor that we need to make the right choice. We need to ensure that we're making the right decision so that there's not any negative consequences. We want to avoid making the wrong choice. We want to avoid negative feedback that we might get from our friends or our family if we make the wrong decision. But what happens when we are trying to make the right choice? When we are trying to make the right choice, we end up researching for excessive, inappropriate amounts of time. I know I have been guilty of this myself. We consider every possible scenario, every possible outcome, and this actually throws us into choice paralysis where we get stuck and we literally cannot make a choice because our brain is overloaded with so much information about every possible outcome. And so what ends up happening when we do those things is we stay in this place of limbo and that doesn't help us to make a choice, right? That keeps us stuck. And in one of my earlier episodes, One of my first episodes, I talked about action as the antidote to anxiety, and um, we're going to kind of talk about that again here because, again, when it comes to decision-making action, taking action, making a choice is the best way to overcome that anxiety, and I'll get into that a little bit more. Okay, so how would you feel? if I told you that there is actually no right or wrong decision. So let that sink in for a minute. I know that is an unpopular opinion, and if you are a perfectionist, 
you're probably like, what do you mean? There's no right or wrong choice. Yes, there absolutely is. But I'm going to say it again. There is no right or wrong decision. There is only decisions. We make a choice, we decide, and then we can go from there. And adopting this belief or opinion that there's no right or wrong decision is really helpful and useful because then you're not being consumed by what you're doing as being right or wrong, you're just choosing. And because we make so many decisions in any given day, um, just to put this into perspective here, we make decisions, hundreds of decisions. We decide what we're going to wear that day, what we're going to eat for breakfast, what to listen to on our drive to work, what to have for lunch, what you're going to do after work, what show to watch, etc. And for most of us, we we don't really get hung up on those little decisions because they're so routine and mundane. They're just choices, right? So if we can kind of blow this up to the bigger perspective, to the bigger choices, it works the same way. The big choices are still just choices. And I know that if you are someone who does have more severe anxiety, I do know that little choices can be just as anxiety provoking. And I'm definitely not invalidating that at all. Um, again, I'm just trying to put, put in perspective that we make tons of decisions and we don't really get stuck on whether or not that was right or wrong. We just make the decisions and we go on with our day, right? So whether or not you are someone who's struggling to make the little decisions or you're someone who is struggling with a big life decision, Keep listening, I am going to share three really important steps that can help you to make your decisions and to feel less anxiety. Okay, so here I'm going to go through three really useful steps to help guide you through decision making that can help you to lower the, that anxiety that you might be feeling. So the first step when you have a decision to make is to set a time limit. And I am not saying that we should blindly make decisions without considering any of the facts. Doing research that helps you make a decision is absolutely okay, but within limits, right? We don't want to be spending hours and hours on end researching again like I said, every single possibility because then you are just overloading your brain with so much information and that really makes it even more difficult to make a decision. So you want to limit this time, limit your research, use that research time solely to find the facts that will help you to make your decision, right? So if you're taking a vacation, maybe research um, different resorts or the best location or what will be most in your budget or price range. Those That research helps you to find the facts. Um, again, maybe you're applying for a new job, applying for college. Absolutely, with those types of decisions, it's really important to do your research again for the purpose of finding the facts.
and once you have the facts, your research is done. So we want to set a limit to this, again, so that we don't get hung up on just researching limitlessly. So um, if you are someone who struggles with those smaller decisions, the less trivial decisions like what to eat or what to wear, set a timer for 10 seconds and within that time, make a choice. And for bigger decisions like vacation or new job or college, maybe you're going to give yourself a few hours for this research. Um, but once you have reached that limit, you are done. You're done with your research. This is when you need to make that decision. Because what happens when we have the information that we need, when we have the facts, um, but we're still not making a decision, we go beyond the research, we start doing this internal dialogue about our decision. This is when all those what ifs come into play. What if you know, in this job, what if I'm lonely doing this job? What if my friends and family don't agree with my choice? Um, kind of all the what if scenarios that, again, just color the decision. Really unhelpful. This does not allow us to make a choice, really. So just to review, step one is to set a time limit. So set a time limit. Um, most likely a, an hour or two. I really don't think for most decisions you need more time than that. And once you have the facts, then you want to make your decision and you do not want to continue to go outside of the time limit that you sent, that you set, because that will not help you. That will keep you stuck. Okay, so step two in decision making is going to be go all in, commit to your decision, own your decision, and then let go of the other possibilities. So when it comes to making a decision, you don't want to be waffling back and forth, right? Nothing useful comes from making a choice but then kind of keeping yourself on the fence, like, eh, do I really want to do this? Is that really what's best for me? There's no value in second guessing that or doubting. That is really just a disguise for questioning the rightness or wrongness of our decision. And really, I guess, to kind of reframe my steps, step one could be adopting the mindset that there is no right or wrong decision. There's just decisions. So in my practice, I hear clients say often that this choice is making my anxiety so high because what if I choose X and this happens? Or what if I choose Y and this happens? But to be honest, the outcome of the choice is not what is causing the anxiety. It's actually that limbo that you're keeping yourself in because keeping your mind in the back and forth and in multiple places at once, that is really what is triggering that anxiety. You're anxious because you haven't made that, deci that decision yet. You're anxious because your mind is consumed about making this decision and being in limbo feels really bad. 
And I am so guilty of keeping myself in limbo. I absolutely would say I have a hard time with big decisions, but I'm really working on this. Um, one of my personal goals is to really do a better job at this. So um, make a decision and then go all in. We're not going back and forth. We're not second guessing. We're not doubting. And when we do this, we are actually increasing our ability to, to trust ourselves. When we commit to a decision or own our decision that increases our confidence, maybe not at first, maybe we have to fake it till we make it a little bit, but after consistently doing this, committing to your decisions and not second guessing yourself, that is going to increase your self-trust, it's going to increase your confidence and abilities in decision making and decrease your anxiety then. And so the second part of this step is then letting go of what maybe could have been, right? So if we're not guessing or doubting or, you know, still thinking about that other decision that we didn't make, then what do we do with that? We have to let that go, right? We have to um, kind of wave that other decision goodbye and let it go. We could spend, you know, so much time kind of thinking about the what what ifs, right? And doing that, again, is just not helpful. So we need to create room to let go of the what could have been's, um, kind of let go of that fear of missing out because, you know, we don't know. We can't say what it would have been like to make that other choice and just doing that entertaining that is not helpful. So again, step two, go all in, commit to your decision, own your decision, and let go of what could have been. Okay, and then the final step to help you with decision making is probably one of the most important ones and the ones the one that I will say a million times over again give yourself room and permission to change your mind because yes you can change your mind and I think this is probably another factor that makes decision making so difficult and really increases that anxiety because especially for my perfectionists you believe that there is a right choice and that right choice is finite. You can't go back and change your mind. Once you've made this choice, that's it. And that is not the case, right? So um, again, I see this so often with my perfectionists. Um, but as imperfect humans, we get to change our minds. We get to make a choice and follow it to the end of the road and then we get to choose something different. We can do that anytime and not because you were wrong or made a mistake but simply because you want to choose something else. Um, let's say maybe you took that job because with the facts that you had at the time that was the choice that you went with and that felt like 
you know, the best fit at the time. But now you've been there for a few months or a year. You learn there's really no room for personal growth or career growth with that job. So now you want to choose something different. And that is okay. You get to do that. You get to change your mind and you don't have to explain that choice to anyone else. And I know this is really difficult, again, for my perfectionist because there's also that element of people-pleasing where you really are trying to avoid any negative feedback or negative judgment around your decision. So, you know, for my perfectionists, when it comes to making a different choice, again, those thoughts of, okay, what is my, what are my family or friends going to think about now that I, you know, committed to this choice and now I'm, you know, doing something different? What does that say about me? But it doesn't say anything. It's just you having new information and now making a different choice. So I'm going to insert a quote here. And the quote is, do the best you can until you know better. And then when you know better, do better. So sometimes the choices that we make don't end up working out, not because they were wrong or because that um, was a mistake, but because that choice was meant to be part of your journey to help you learn and to help you grow. And now that you have new information about yourself or new information that's helped you to level up your thinking or your self-awareness, you get to change your mind and you get to make a different choice. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with changing your path. And again, you don't have to explain that to anybody. Okay, so to wrap up this week's episode, I'm just going to kind of do a uh, recap. So when it comes to decision making with anxiety, it's really important if you can to adopt that mindset that there is no right and wrong choice. There's just choices and we make those choices all the time. But when we allow ourselves to make a choice without getting caught up in the right or wrong we in, increase our self-trust, we increase our ability to make decisions in an easier way, in a less amount of time, with less anxiety. So it's really important to try to adopt that mindset that there is no right and wrong and then follow the steps of setting a time limit when it comes to making your decision. Going all in once you once you make a choice you're committing, you're owning it, you're not going back and forth, second-guessing, doubting, you're letting go of the what could have been and you are owning that decision. And then finally, you are going to give yourself room and permission to change your mind down the road if you want to because you can. And that's kind of sums up the episode. I hope that you found this useful. If you are um, in the process of making a big decision, um, there we have it. So enjoy your week and I will see everyone next week. And just your weekly reminder that you are imperfect, but you are so worthy right now in this moment, just the way you are.